Hi, Mer. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm gooder. Good. Gooder. Oh, how was your week? It was good. It was good. Welcome back to Mom and Murder, by the way. Welcome back, <laughs> all y'all. My week was good. We uh, finally got our garden all the way planted. Well, they're in the pots. And then I put gave them some fertilizer yesterday. So nice. Yep, and we got I got a little baby zucchini. It's so cute. It's like couple inches big oh i know it's so cute and then i think there's some chilies that dan has that are red already so i think those can be probably picked but probably ours are starting to produce i was at the store and eric texts me and he's like hey if you're still at the store pick up some miracle grow plant stuff so he put that on all the plants and like just in one week, it seems to have already yeah, I just made a, a difference. I put it. That's that's what we have too. Is that like blue stuff? Um, I think it like the. That's like little granules. You mix it with water and then you pour it over. Yeah, I don't know. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought it and handed it to him. Here you go. This what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I uh, so I put that on yesterday because our Dan got me a sunflower. Um, and the sunflower, oh. like the leaves are like withering away. He put it in the, I told him not to put it in the fucking sun. Damn because, it, Dan. Because it's just like a little, it's just, it's just a willow guy. He never listens. Huh? I know. And it's in a willow pot. So I knew it would dry out right away. He put it in the sun. And then the next day he's like, this sunflower is not doing too good. I was like, huh? Huh? Imagine I was like, that. cause it's supposed to be in a bright place. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Once I replant, once I repot it, because it's only got like a pot that's like, you know, yay big that they sell them in. Yep. So I was going to put it in a bigger one and then, yeah. So we ended up giving them some foods and I hope the sunflower bounces back and does better. Oh, and also the yeah, plant. I'm sure it will. The plant that you got us, it's like half alive. There's there's a little green area. Oh. And it's got some flowers on it. So there's some hope for it yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> she got really bent. She and did get bent. That was, you know, that was only like two or three days. <laughs> but it was a hot motherfucking two or three days. Yeah, exactly. Very hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I haven't been doing a whole lot. We had the 4th of July party here. That was fun. Um, didn't get to do the slip and slide tippy cup relays that I wanted to do, but Slippy whatever, or yeah, flippy yeah, cup. Well, so that'll be on the agenda for next year. We'll be better prepared. Well, you know what though? What though? I was at the end of the fucking holiday weekend. Yeah, I know. And you get like, I whatever, by the time it comes to my Partay, you're like maybe you should have your partay at the beginning of the week. Okay, have the fourth of July on the beginning of the week then. Okay, make that happen. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just like I don't like. I don't leave the house very often, and I did a lot of leaving the house and doing activities <laughs> such as fucking fireworks, like three nights in a row where I was up late. 
all cheese and ice. I know. I mean, we didn't even fucking get, we didn't even leave there till 10 30, 11. Mm-hmm. By the time you get home, mm-hmm. my bedtime's like nine o'clock. Dude. I know. <laughs> yeah so that was fun then i took the rest of the week off just to kind of chill and hang out in the pool spent a day with mr oliver that was a fun day yeah uh-huh. we had a lot of fun i bet he came home tired as fuck yeah he did <laughs> <laughs> he plays hard at grandma's yeah he does so um i don't know what we got coming up um you got anything scheduled yeah dan's going to stupid green day oh my god you're still so butthurt over that i want to go it's a boys <laughs> trip and i'm not allowed to go so it's not that i don't want him to have a boys trip it's i want to go too oh my god and then we have something next weekend too I don't, oh, Pitbull. Pitbull. Oh, yeah, that's weekend. right. That's right. You got Pitbull. Pitbull next weekend. I, I tried so hard to get Eric talked into that. He, he says, like, hell to the no. Nah, he's a loser. I know. Not even fun. Mr. Worldwide. I know. He's like, what does he even sing? Every song that I play to his, I'm like, you have to know this one. And I'd play it. He'd be like, no. I'm like, for what? real? Okay, you got to know this one. Nope, never heard There's it. so many songs that like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't even remember or realize that he's like, sing- like, I know he sings it, but I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about this one. So it's going to be a fucking hoot nanny. I know. It, I was in doing dishes, um, was it Saturday night? I think it was, I don't know, but I'm in doing dishes and one of his, the one, two, three, four, uno, dos, tres, Yep. I know you want me. That song came on, and I was like, "Babe, this is Pitbull." Yeah, he changed the station. <laughs> oh, like, what a little fucker! Yeah, I said, "You sure you don't want to go?" He's like, "No, I hate that song." I'm like, "All right, whatever." Um, yeah, we don't have anything really planned. We were gonna try to get a camping trip in so i don't know if that'll happen or not yeah we um, thought about it but I, I don't know with ollie it just seems like such a fucking yeah it'll be hard with him at this age right now i mean i do want to take him kayaking though i think we, yeah the weekend after pitbull is my birthday i know my what are you gonna go dirty 30 dirty 30 what are you gonna do for your dirty 30 i don't know you doing anything well, our friend Chris is having a party out at Visions at the Lake, and it's a whole weekend extravaganza, so I was thinking maybe like one of the nights we go out there or something, but I don't know. I was thinking maybe just take Allie to the fair, be simple. Gotcha. I don't know, but, but it's my 30th. We did yeah. talk about going to the Dolls, too, but there's like a... Um, some kind of a deal at the end of August. So we're thinking maybe just say it's for my birthday, but go later, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. We, um, we we're trying to get up to Devil's Lake to camp. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll do that next weekend. I don't know. We got to see what's on the agenda. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, since you're not going to Pitbull. Right. <laughs> but I do have to work Friday night. So that's what's going to kind of suck with camping that. 
you know. Yeah. But we have El King coming up next month, and then we're going to be camping that same weekend. So we're going to go. Where are you camping at? Um, there. We're going to take, it's not too far from here. Oh, okay. So we're actually both going to take Friday off that day because the concert's on a Friday and go out to the campsite, set everything up and, you know, get everything kind of ready and then go to the concert and then just after the concert go there. Because it's gotcha. also the Parasites Meteorite Shower Peak oh, Weekend. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. It's kind I of a big deal. That, um... On the 12th is going to be the absolute peak. So, we've got this freaking amazing spot where it's completely dark. I'm not telling anybody where it's at. That's why I didn't answer you where we're going camping. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I'll tell you later, but I'm going to tell everybody because then everybody will be there. But yeah, we're usually like the only two people up there watching it. And it's like you can see the whole sky. It's just How super, cool. super dark. And, and there's like a hundred shooting stars per hour. So it's pretty freaking amazing. So I'm super excited about that. But I would like to get, you know. Devil's Lake in there at some point. And then there's some other place we wanted to go and I can't think of it right offhand, but so yeah, hopefully we'll get three camping trips in before it gets too cold yet. Oh, and we want to get down to Wildwood and spend a weekend with Hurley. So it's fun down there too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Have you seen that thing about the, uh, you're able to see the Northern lights in like down here. Um, I'm trying to find that Um here. When is that? That just happened not too long ago. Up, like, where his mom lives, up in Millville area, was, like, the ultimate spot to watch it. Um, but we didn't I know it till it was over. I had just seen it today. Northern, Northern Lights are coming to several states this week, and that was posted on the 9th. Oh... Um, it. yeah, it's really cool. So the can be seen across parts of Washington, Idaho, Vermont, Wyoming, New Hampshire, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, Massachusetts, Maryland, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, New York, and Maine. You didn't say Iowa. I know. Cause I didn't, it's not in Iowa. Oh, okay. It's, it's probably in like the top part of Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so does it say what night? What, um, the... no, I'm trying to find that here. Uh, it typically takes several days to arrive at Earth. To arrive in as short as 18 hours. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Hmm. All right, I'll have doesn't do really some say. On it just it. says between 10 and 2. It just says this week. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure it'll. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll research it. So yeah, that is, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, the last time I I have a, a friend that I used to work with. She lives out in that area, and I seen pictures on her Facebook like the next day, and I was like, "Holy crap! You could really see it." So I showed him. He's like. Why didn't we know this? We could have went up. And I'm like, I know. I'm so upset about it. But yeah, 
we've just would, been so freaking busy with things lately that it's just oh man crazy i would really like to see them i think it'd be cool mm-hmm. it said something about um, a storm on wednesday so maybe it's tomorrow ah gotcha because we're recording okay. this on tuesday so it'll be passed by the time it comes out sorry sorry but peoples. i mean still look still look mm-hmm. it might still be there yeah who knows um what else did i have um oh the that chart that i told you that we were in the top 100 that we were number 30 yeah i looked the other day i didn't look today but i looked sunday and um we have moved up to number Woo-hoo! 26 Yay! so thank you all thank you thank you um so please continue listening share like and tell your friends hit that follow button that's how we get out there is hitting that follow button so you got anything else Mer? um i don't really think so Mer. yep yep all right oh ali started playing peekaboo oh, yeah. <laughs> on does. the sides of his head yeah he doesn't quite understand he's got to cover his i'm trying to tell t- teach him his eyes i was like gotta cover your eyes he just holds the side of his head and peekaboo Mm-hmm. It yes. is so funny. Have you noticed that, you know, those nursery rhymes that he loves? Yeah. Do you know which video I'm talking about? Yeah. The one that I always play. Have you noticed that when elephants have wrinkles, wrinkles, wrinkles comes on? Have you noticed what he does? No. Play it for him when you get home. Does he do them? He does belly I've been, I've been, because I, I do it as well. When I play it for him, I, t- I tell him his head, yep. his knees, his belly, his toes. I do it all the time too. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, I haven't played it for him recently. Tummy, hips, knees, toes, trunk. And we were sitting on the couch and I was playing it and it came on. And when it came to the, the tummy, he <laughs> did his tummy and then he oh, did his hips. Cute. I was like, oh, you smart little shit. He is getting smart. He's getting, he's learning a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's very, he's a very spongy at the moment. He yeah. picks up very fast. Right yeah. Now. So go home, play it for him. See if he does it. Cause it's so adorable. Cause he kept, you know, <laughs> then he'd go down here and I'm like, Oh, you are so cute. So. <laughs> and then he gets so proud of himself. Uh huh. <laughs> he does. All right. Um, well, if you don't have anything more, um, I don't know if we have anything to touch on. I I was super busy today, so I didn't look at our stats, but I can pull those up real quickly. Yeah. Um, do, do. Oh, while I'm pulling these up, um, have you seen the videos that has have been going around about the woman on the plane? I, saying that I've, the guy next to her wasn't real. It was the flight attendant, I thought. No, it's just a woman on a plane. Yeah, I know. And she requested to get off the plane because the guy in the hoodie next to her wasn't real. Yeah, I, I've seen it, but I have not actually watched the video because I'm like, oh my God. Odd. Yeah. So there was passengers on that flight that are coming forth now and saying that they weren't paying attention then, but now that they're like 
taking it, you know, like thinking about what they've seen and whatnot. They're saying that when the guy blinked, his eyes were not blinking up and down. They're blinking sideways. What? So they're thinking that this was like a social experiment. Um, and all, of course, this is all conspiracy theory. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying what I've been reading and following and whatever. But uh, yeah, supposedly it's this new robot that they're like sending out into different areas just to like test people's reaction with them and how they can interact with people. And that's fucking freaky, dude. That is scary. And I don't know if any of that's true. Just saying that's kind of what I've been. So I was just asking if you've seen it or if you've gotten any. No, nope, I have info not. on it. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. So anyway, our stats here, we are like six away from 4,000 listens. Oh, like, boy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Thank Maybe you I'm all. Maybe I'm going to listen to it six times tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's so cheating. I know. I know. You know, I haven't, <gasps> I haven't even. You haven't listened to ours? I listen to it when I edit it. <laughs> oh, mer. I don't want to cheat. Mer. I don't Still, you gotta listen to it to see, you know, <laughs> it's good, whatever. It but. is good because I edit it right, mm-hmm. make it gooder. After the summer, we've uh, we've been so busy, but after the summer, I think we've got some new things coming. You know, we won't. It'll be a surprise to all the peoples, but um, one being the merch, we got to get that going, um, get that out there for because I keep getting asked about it, but. So yeah, got to get that rolled out. And then um, one more thing for promotional purposes. That'll be fun and cool. Oh boy. Maybe not for you, but it'll be fun and cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. I'm done. That's what. She's Audi. Audi. Laters. Audi like 5G. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else, Mer, um, we can get to our story. It's a short one tonight because... Um, you know, we've just been so busy and there's really not a whole lot in this, but it's it's just very interesting. All right. Well, let's hear it. All right, then. So I don't know that I want to tell you all the resources right now because, um, you know, I might give it away. But resources that I can name is Only in Your State, Wikipedia, and Time Magazine. Okay. So that we'll leave it at that for right now. Well, you should just come back at the end and say them. I will. Okay. If you remind me, though. No, I'm just I, w- I won't remind you. Maybe write at the last page, resources. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember shit. <laughs> if I don't write it down, it ain't getting remembered. Uh-uh. <laughs> I know. I've been terrible. Well, it's it's crazy busy world, you know? Mm-hmm. Mer. What? Have you seen the movie The Exorcist? I have. I have. With Linda Blair, where she turns her head all the way around. And projectile vomits. Uh Uh-huh. Green spew. Yeah? Have you seen it? Yeah, I said. Okay. It's a 1973 movie about a girl that's possessed by demons. Or a demon, but demons. It was made in 1973? Uh Uh-huh. I think I'm thinking of a newer one. This one is Linda Blair. Um, it's the original. 
I don't okay. know. I think this I'm one thinking, was actually banned in the U.S. I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking of a, a newer one. Oh, okay. like a, a sequel to it, maybe or something. Hmm. I'll have to look to see. I don't know that I. Maybe they did remake it. I don't know. Yeah, I believe so because it definitely was not made in 1973. I know that. <laughs> but the demon that is possess possessing her is not just any demon but the devil himself oh shit and it's a pretty scary movie and i'm pretty sure i made you watch it when you were a little girl i'm pretty you probably sure. did because you're a psycho but yeah this movie's so scary in fact that like i said it's banned in the united states or was at one point so mer what this story is actually based off of a real person. I did know that. Do you know where? Here in good old Iowa. Good old Iowa. Yeah, this literally happened to a woman, and it happened just 300 miles west of here in Erling, Iowa. And it, yeah, it's about a four-hour drive, so not all that far. Mm-mm. Emma Schmidt, and sometimes called Anna Auckland was born on March 23rd, 1882 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'm going to read verbatim what is on Wikipedia since I'm not 100% sure which source is correct. And the way that they worded it is very explanatory. So I'm reading it word for word. So you can all go and read it on Wikipedia. I'm not stealing the information i'm just reading it word for word because it's very it's very well put here but um though various published resources state that emma schmidt was born in milwaukee on march 23rd 1882 and raised in a catholic household in marathon wisconsin this biography is problematic because it makes emma the daughter of edward and it's E-D-U-A-R-D, so not Edward, but Edward, I I don't know, Schmidt. Um, And that contradicts both published and unpublished accounts of Emma's purported possession and exorcisms, which state that her father's name was Jacob. Um, Hmm. If this information is correct, the true identity of Emma Schmidt as per records found on Ancestry.com, maybe Hulda Emma Schmidt, who was born on July 3rd, 1882, in Thuragoo, Switzerland, to Jacob and Anna Schmidt, who subsequently immigrated to Wisconsin in 1884. So that makes sense, but I don't know. The Emma Schmidt, this Emma Schmidt was one of nine children, and died June 23, 1964, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. According to Wisconsin birth records, both of Schmidt's parents were German immigrants. So there's kind of like, mm, could be them, could be them. Some okay. sources contradict the narrative that she was raised in Marathon, Wisconsin. The unpublished Bruns manuscript states, Riesinger exercised Schmidt in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the Buns manuscript states that Emma Schmidt, known as Mary X, met Riesinger 
in New York when Emma Schmidt was 16, around 1898. An article in the Des Moines Register from September 23rd, 1928 stated, Relatives living near here are thought to be prevailed upon the Reverend Joseph Stanger, pastor of St. Joseph's Church, to bring the woman to Erling from an eastern city for the ritual, which suggests Emma Schmidt was from the U.S. East Coast and not Wisconsin. She reportedly began exhibiting signs of possession during her adolescence, demonstrating revulsion of holy objects, disturbed thoughts, and the inability to enter churches. Emma also began to partake in unspeakable sex acts, according to an account published in 1935. The believed source of Emma's possession was her Aunt Mina, a reputed local witch who places who placed spells on herbs for food she prepared. Mina was reportedly also a lover of Emma's father. So that's verbatim from Wikipedia. So I don't know definite her background and where she actually came from, but whatever her birth background, the meat and potatoes are the same in the story. So, mm-hmm. So that's that. Don't know if she's technically from here or there. Yeah, I, I, and that probably totally confused you that listening to all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Say what? But anyway, so yeah, I'm not sure if which source is correct, and Wikipedia is stating they also don't know for sure which source is correct. So I just wanted to put that out there. All right. So we're just going to call her Emma because I don't know if her name is Hulda, Anna, Mary, Emma. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to go with Emma. Sounds good. Well, Emma and her mother were devoted Catholics and they attended church regularly. Mm Mm-hmm. Her father, on the other hand, was against the Catholic religion. Like, he literally hated it and ridiculed them constantly about attending church. Interesting. Right. That's an interesting family dynamic. I know. I know. And especially back in those times, you know, because it just seems really odd to me. Because back in those times... I feel like everyone was very religious. Yeah. So did he have a different religion or did he just not? He hated the Catholic religion was all that I found. And I don't know if he was in the occult with his supposed lover slash mistress or. He's a witch. He, he, it's a warlock. Oh, well, he's a warlock. He's a wizard. (laughs) Yo, 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 wizard, Harry. <laughs> Do you think he's got the the um lightning, lightning bolt? bolt on his forehead? Definitely. Oh, he's a fucker. I don't think so because Harry would never ridicule Christians. I don't think he would either. He, he's a he's a good warlock. He's a good wizard. So indeed. Emma 
lost her mother at the very young age of eight years old. Aww. I know. Poor little girl. But she would still manage to take herself to church regularly, even though her father was not in approval. Like, he ridiculed her, teased her, you know, kept telling her. What the hell? I know. It, it's so sad. And this is even worse. That- like, back in the day, it was so weird how, like, dads acted towards children. And she, yeah, this, this part just breaks my heart. She was actually the victim of abuse at the hands of her father, mentally, physically, and sexually. Mm. And when her mother passed, it got worse. Oh, I bet. And now, mind you, this is a poor, tender age, eight-year-old. When she declined her father's suggestion of an incestual relationship, like he wanted to actually have like a public relationship with her. And she What the hell? I know. As you said, back then things were fucking real weird. But um she she declined this because she knew it was wrong, you know. She was grow she grew up in the church and you know had faith. But her father got very, very angry about it. Mina, who was in, now this is, Mina is the um, lover slash mistress. Mina was actually in support of all this. What the fuck? Right. Because she's always been the mistress. So she, why, not, why wouldn't she want to take their relationship public? I don't know. Now, Mina, mind you, was known to be a witch and meddled in dark magic. And she suggested that they put a curse on Emma. Oh, Jesus, she did it. Right? So they did. They, she put a spell on some herbs and would put those herbs in Emma's food. Around the age of 14, Emma began having negative thoughts about the priest and the church. She was having urges to damage uh, all the church property and would partake in, and when she would partake in communion, it would make her physically ill. Wow. So like when she went up for the bread and wine, It would literally make her physically ill. She continued to try, but eventually she was unable to even go inside the church without being very sick. Like she just got so sick and so nauseated and like full of rage that she couldn't even enter into the church. That's insane. Very insane. I told you this witch shit is real. Oh, I know. (laughs) You, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I just ordered some more crystals today, too. Jesus. Hopefully. Oh, my God. But I'm a good one. I'm, I do good. I do good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. Oh, God. Allie's good. My house is good. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, she would hear demonic voices in her head telling her to do unspeakable things. And like I said, she felt so much rage. And as the time went on, the possession grew worse and worse. And as I said, she was unable to even enter a church anymore. Um, she, she wanted to go. So she would consistently like stand outside, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, the good part and of her was trying try. to go in, but just couldn't. She was beginning to be able to detect, detect food that had been blessed, even if it was outside her presence. So like if you had it in another room and you, you know, said a prayer over the food, she could detect that and would reject it. Wow. She would recoil at the touch of a blessed object as if it burnt to the touch. Really? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Super fucking crazy. But like I said, Emma would still try to go to church, but only could bring herself to stand outside. And, you know, the priest knew her her whole life. Mm -hmm. So he would notice her standing out there. And so he started to go out and approach her and, you know, asked her why she was no longer attending the services. And when he did, she would whisper unthinkable things into his ear, like, you know, to tempt his fate or whatever. And, you know, he's like, well, that's a little odd. Like, you know, this is not the girl that I knew. Mm -hmm. And after a few of these instances, he reached out to another priest and kind of, you know, they talked it over and they were like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Do you think something has overtook her? So he asked this priest if he would perform an exorcism on her. So the priest was like, all right, but I want to test it first. I want to test the theory. Yep. So he had two bottles of water in his pocket. One holy water was holy water and one was regular tap water. He said he took the tap water out and, you know, he was talking to her. And when you talk to her, she's just like a blank stare, like almost through you, not, you know, really reacting. So he took the tap water and kind of splashed it on her feet. She didn't move, didn't do nothing. He took the holy water, splashed it on her feet and she freaked out. Like it, it made a burnt her. Yeah. So he's like, yes, we are dealing with a demon and an exorcism was performed on her in 1912. Holy shit. Now, remember I said that as time went on, the possession grew worse. Mm-hmm. So this girl lived and dealt with this for decades. That's crazy. Uh... 26 years to be precise that she lived with this. Uh, when Emma was that's 40, God fucking awful. And, and it's all at the hands of her fucking father. Yes. And what happened was they, they, they put a spell on her and then this exorcism was done and she got a little better, not completely better, but she was yep. getting better. Well, they supposedly caught wind of it and did another, um, more powerful, spell on her and then they both ended up passing and you know she just never 
went back and tried it again. So she just dealt, you know, just dealt with it. When Emma was 46 years old on August 17th, 1928, she was taken to the Franciscan Sisters Covenant in Erling, Iowa to begin the following day on the 18th of August, what ended up being a long process of an exorcism lasting four fucking months. Gee. Until December 23rd. Whew. This was actually considered by theology and paranormal scholars to be one of the most abundantly documented cases of possession in the 20th century. And it even had an article in the 1936 issue of Time Magazine. Goodness. It was also one of the last sanctioned exorcism that was performed by the church. And I mean any church, not just this one. And like I said, this was actually her second exorcism. Both were, were performed by the same priest, Father Theodophis, and he's Father Theodophis Ressinger, known as Father Theo. So I'll call him that going forward because it's easier to say. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Roman Catholic priest, and he's the one who performed it. So Father Theo had been a monk at the community of St. Anthony's in Madison, Wisconsin, and as I said earlier, he performed an exorcism on Emma on June 18th, 1912. Um, let's see. So there was also another fella that helped out. Um, he was a chaplain priest originally from Bavaria, Germany. Um, and he was, they say, entrusted by Bishop Thomas Dunn of Des Moines, Iowa that brought him in because they had to bring in a few because this this gets pretty fucking wild. Pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, from from what I remember of the movie, it gets fucking insane. Yes. Crawling on the ceiling and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I, mm. I can't even. I can't fucking Fuck. even. If, if you start crawling on the ceiling, I am leaving. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of there, and I will never see you again. I'm sorry. I love you, but goodbye. Ever again? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Girl, you better hope no demons get you. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just scares me down to my core, my absolute core. Like, paranormal shit. Mm. That's shit that I don't fuck with. What are you going to do when we go places? I, that's why I said I don't want to go. Don't want to. <laughs> Oh, like that is that is like oh so scary. Come on, I know. And I used to play with Ouija boards and shit. And I'm like, whoo! I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. You know they can't touch you and hurt you, right? They can. They can become you. <laughs> they can. They can become you. They can overtake your body, and then. So yeah, that's touching me. Oh my lanty. Well, unfortunately, very little was documented on the initial exorcism. And I, be, but I believe that this one was performed in her home or in the church or whatever, you uh -huh. know, but I don't know. 
However, um, I would assume it would be in the church since her father didn't really know about it until after the fact. Right. I, I, I assume that it was in the church, but I can't say right for sure. Or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where, but, um, you know, they just kind of figured all's good. So she wasn't really consulted too much after that. And so I guess, you know, assumed good. I don't know. But you know what they say about assumption, don't you, Mer? Mm, makes that ass out of you and me. Oh, that's a good one. But I always say assumption is the motherfucker of all fuck-ups. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Late September of 1928, Father Theo was again, again consulted to perform a second exorcism on Emma. <coughs> And as I said, Father Joseph of Erling, Iowa, who is a friend of Father Theo's, suggested an exorcism to be undertaken at a convent owned by the Franciscan sisters in Erling so that it's under a more holy ground and to have more control of the situation. Okay. But I wonder, like, how'd they get her in there? You know, like if she couldn't enter churches and such, I wonder how they got her they into knocked this. her ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Night, bitch. Go to sleep. Gotta take you in here. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not technically a church. It's a holy ground. Right, but it's a yet. very holy place. But I don't know. So, Maybe. yeah, that's kind of when I was going through this, I'm like, hmm wonder how that happened. It's um, probably just not as holy of a, as a church because she was able to be like outside on the church grounds. Right. So right. maybe it was something similar to that. Right. Right. Yep. So I don't know. But once there, she experienced numerous symptoms. Emma would go into fits of rage over food that had been sprinkled with holy water and start hissing like a cat. Like, what would you do? Is somebody fucking hissed at you? Dan has actually hissed at me. <laughs> yeah, but like demonically? Yeah, no, not demonically. He like, like jokes around like when I turn on lights because I have to have the lights on when I eat. I just have to. I cannot eat in the dark. He's, he'll be like, ah, lights. I'm like, what are you, a fucking vampire? <laughs> like, good God, go in your cave or something. Like, fuck, I need this light on to eat. Yeah, I'm not he one like, for eating in the dark. He, like, always wants everything, like, so dark. I'm like, no. Like, when we lived in the apartment, like, he would never want the curtains open. I'd open the curtains and he'd instantly shut them. He's like, boy, we got to get some fucking light up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Because. Good for the, for the, for yeah. the mind. Yeah. Oh, goodness. No wonder why he goes sad boy sometimes. Yeah. Just sitting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me sad, boy. <laughs> With the help of the Franciscan sisters of the convent, the exorcism began on August 18th, and it was violent. They reported such things as Emma would actually levitate on the bed, like literally levitate, lying down. Her entire body... Light as a feather, stiff as a board? Yes. Would be levitating in midair. Did you ever do that as a kid? 
Yeah. Did it ever work? Uh, yeah. Ish. I mean, it was kind of, it was not like super good. I don't remember. I remember doing it like with the cheerleaders one time. That's where, that's where I did a lot of my Ouija board <laughs> and silly shit. <laughs> it works. Believe me, it works. I had a slumber party one time. We lived it, we lifted up standing one time. So yeah. Yeah, it would, yeah, it works. Yeah. It was let's see. There were two girls on the shoulder area, two girls on the leg area, one at the foot, one at the head, and we were literally using just two fingers and we lifted this heavy girl up over our heads it was freaking crazy Woo-hoo. yeah it was nuts just uh you know ugh. just to think of that see you're a witch too interesting interesting yeah so yeah she would levitate up off the bed she would howl and there's even reports of her hanging from the frame of the doorway and the ceiling, like you said, fucking scary. <sighs> Crazy. <sighs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Do you go fucking scurrying across the ceiling? <laughs> Mm-mm. What about those ones that like bend their limbs backwards? And... Do the crab walk? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. On the ceiling? Imagine that on the ceiling. Woo! Girl, <laughs> you couldn't even fucking... You could not even catch me. Uh, do you think you'd run or you think you'd immobilize in fear? Oh, I life? would fucking, I, you, you know, those videos run. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I'm already out of here. Checked out. Fuck. I'm ready to cross state lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting gosh. sweaty thinking about it. I I can see you over there getting fidgety. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> the first session that um, Father Theo performed lasted until August 28th, or I'm sorry, 26th. The second session occurred between September 13th and September 20th. And the final eight-day session that occurred from December 15th to December 30, December 23rd, during this process, it was noted, oh, there was noted a horrible stench in the room, like just God awful stench. So I think that he did these kind of to give her like a break and give them a break. Cause it was just, it was very, very intense. Yeah. The extensive exorcism really took a toll on Emma's well being. So I think that's another reason why they, you know, gave her breaks. Yeah, I mean, a demon, demon's trying to kill you, pretty much, and they're trying to get the demon out. Like, it's, whew, that's a fight. Yeah. Her body started to deteriorate because she refused to eat. But yet, although she wasn't eating, oddly enough, she vomited a lot. Yeah. And not just like a little, like you said, projectile vomit. Like dozens of times a day they were they were claiming 20 to 30 times a day oh my goodness that she would vomit but yeah i mean like when i was in when i was in labor i puked a lot and i didn't eat at all since like 
that early evening before. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't obviously as much as that. I was gonna say, yeah, but this is August to December. Oh my God, yeah, you know that's that's, that's yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, without food in her tummy, in her little tum tum. The nuns Poor were girl. the nuns were carrying out the foul smelling green vomit out by the bucket loads. Yeah, I didn't have nowhere near like that that much. That's that's gross. Yeah. Woo. Green, foul. Ugh. And they said it also appeared to have a substance in it. What appeared to be tobacco leaves. Interesting. I know. Crazy. Fucking crazy. So as her body was deteriorating, her head, lips, and face reportedly swelled up. So I don't know if that was due to the demons or due to, you know, maybe her organs shutting down or what, but her body was so swollen and distorted during the possession that the nuns feel feared that she would actually burst like pop. Wow. And according to witnesses, when her head swelled up and her, her eyes like literally bulged out of her head, mm. looking almost unrecognizable and unhuman like, so kind of makes me wonder, like, was this actually the demon coming out, Maybe. you know, trying to, trying to, trying to show himself or whatever, but, ugh. Or maybe she was just deteriorating into nothing that 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 he was like just automatically coming mm-hmm. out maybe or during the whole exorcism that's mm-hmm. the way he was drawing out. Can you imagine being one of these nuns and and assisting with this process? No, like I said, I wouldn't. I would. I would be. I would have been across straight state lines. It got so violent and gnarly that several of them asked to be relocated to a different covenant. Dang. poor things like yeah you're just trying to be a nun trying to be good <laughs> trying to be a nun and doing I mean, nun things it's ready it's it's ready hard enough you get none of nothing <laughs> and you gotta do it this shit <laughs> i mean you give your you give your body and soul to god you know uh-huh and all of a sudden the devil hits you with this no, thank you. Smacks you right in your face. Mm. Well, Emma, yeah, she kept levitating and trying to escape. And she would lunge at the priest and choke him, like literally choke him almost out. So they actually had to shackle her down and get guards. Um, but even that sometimes did not help hold her. She'd break free from the guards and shackles and then fly through the fucking air, landing in the above doorway and ceilings where she clung to the wall or the ceilings in an unearthly and terrifying matter. <laughs> you got the goose pimples? The yeah. erector pill eyes up? <sighs> yeah, I would totes later the fuck out of there. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, and nope. Fuck that, I've seen that once and all right. See you later, guy. Yeah. Sorry, sister. <sighs> you on your own after a stunt like that. Uh-uh. Nope. These yeah. guys, this fucking priest has got some balls. Yeah. He's, yeah. 
Yeah. And good uh, thing because who knows what happened to her, you know? Right? Like, my yeah. Gosh. Poor girl. I mean, I mean, I, I feel fucking terrible for her, but I know, I know. Thank God it's not me. <laughs> the priest had a relic or cross, as it's mm-hmm. called, in his pocket, and she fucking knew it, and she was very fucking angry about it. When the priest took it out of his pocket, it flew out of his hand and across the room. By itself, like telekinesis. Like she was like, get that bitch away from me. Bing. Mm-hmm. Bing. Yeah. Emma would also speak in tongue. Yep. Latin, German, and other languages in which she had no capability to do so at any other time, you know? Yep. Like no training or didn't speak any other languages. She didn't know the language at all. Other yeah. than English regular, yeah. While speaking in these other languages, her voice would go octaves that were humanly impossible, screaming at the priest and nuns. Like, fuck, dude. So, like, when she was in the demonic voice, it was, like, really fucking low and, like, you know, almost unrecognizable. But yet, in other voices, she's really high and humanly... You can only go up three octaves. You can you can yep. only change your voice three octaves. Now, Mariah Carey, she's a little on the odd side. Maybe she's a demon. She can go. F- <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> she might be like no. breaking glass with that high high pitch scream that she has. It's super annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I hate it. But anyway, she can go five octaves. But other than that, normally it's three. But this bitch was going like the whole range. Mm. The entire range. Whew. So, um, as I said earlier, when the priest would sprinkle holy water on her, she would shriek. And the water, actually, I didn't say before, but I'm saying it now, would actually sizzle and pop on her skin like if you took water and threw it in a hot pan mm-hmm. that's what it was doing on her fucking skin dude oh like fucking Goodness nuts lord help this girl nuts eventually the priest performing the exorcism exorcism identified at least four spirits that were possessing her dang Oh, there was they many just, more. There was claimed to be like 20 some, but holy back. Yeah. But he he actually had conversations and identified four. Dad, you're a dick. He is a dick because one was her dad. Oh my, what an ass. Her dead father, Jacob, who had sexually abused Emma and placed a curse on her with the help of his lover her aunt Mina for refusing him his incestuous sexual advances during her adolescence. Like I said, Emma's mother died when she was just eight years old and she was then raised by her father and his mistress, mistress Mina, who is also her mother's sister. Sick. <sighs> yeah. Another one of the spirits 
was that spirit of her dead aunt Nina. You guys are fucking assholes. And when she spoke, it was in a high falsetto voice. She, like I said twice earlier, was a notorious witch and child murderer. Oh, God. No wonder they put a spell on this poor girl. Right. When the priest asked Nina how many children she murdered, her giggling answer was four, including her own. Fucking disgusting. When Mina would speak, she would regularly spit on the priest. She loved spitting on him. That was her thing. Cute. Yeah. There was a spirit named Judas Escarot who believed to be the patron demon of suicide. And last but not least was the demon Beezlebub. A.K.A. Lucifer, otherwise known as Satan, or A.K.A. the Devil himself. Himself. Uh. When asked what these spirits wanted and what they wanted with Emma, they replied that they wanted Emma to go hang herself. So that she would go to hell. Oh. Uh-huh. Like that's that's what her dad and, and Aunt Mina said? Yeah. Yeah. And the devil and the to join other guy. to join them? Yes, to join them. Okay, yeah, asshole. Yeah. It's a loving father right there. I mean He just wanted his play toy. He wanted her he's fucking in sick. deck as well. Absolutely frightening. I just don't understand how, like, parents can do that to their children. I don't either. I don't know how anyone can do that to any child, but your own flesh and fucking blood, I... Like, I just don't... Your job on earth is to protect them and... I don't get Love the, them and... The enticement of children I, at all. Like, that is... Totally beyond me, dude. Totally. They're babies. They're cute little snuggly... I want to squeeze their cheeks and... Love them. I know. Like, just love them so much. Not only that, but it. like, it's not even, I just don't get how, how it's pleasurable to somebody like that. Like, I, it's just, it's fucked. It's fucked dude, up. Dude, beyond me. Beyond me. But uh, Father anyway. Theo was not giving up on Emma. Good job, Father, because I could not. Kudos to this man, because... Yeah, he was not giving up. He was in it for the long. He was one of those A1s because I thank God for you because I could never. No, no, I could not. Mm -mm. He was uh, was in for the long haul and boy, did he get it. I think the only reason that he was able to stick around and able to do his job is because she was not merely being possessed by demons. It was reported that she was receiving frequent messages from heavenly visitors that included Mary, Jesus, and the archangel Michael. And numerous other angels and saints. 
So this kind of makes sense as to why she was consistently going to the church, trying to get in, trying, you know, like, you know, we all have spirit guides with us at all times, whether they're past loved ones or angels or um, yeah. gods and goddesses. We all have them with us at all times. And honestly, all you have to do is ask, you know, you just need to reach out to them and they, they will show you the way they will help you, you know? So uh -huh. I think that's what she was, you know, her good, you know, and it's kind of ironic how, and that's probably how she kept alive without the mm -hmm. food and the, and it's kind of ironic how they always say, you know, you got, got the devil, devil on the shoulder and an angel. angel on the shoulder. And this is exactly what I'm picturing with her, you know, that they're in there both like fighting. Yeah. So, so if a person is possessed and that person dies, do the, do the demons or angels just not exist in there anymore? Or like what happens then? Well, that depends what do you believe happens to your soul when you die i mean your body's no longer there where's right. your soul go is your soul forever damned or is your soul then taken to heaven or hell or is your soul left meandering this earth endlessly i don't know yeah it's really all in your beliefs hmm. so yeah she she had good fighting for her and like I said, likely is why we had the good outcome. But what is scary is that Emma in one of her, of her voices claimed that Erling, Iowa would play a pivotal role in the final war between heaven and hell. <laughs> you can see my face right now because <laughs> that's only four hours from me. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So if there's any truth to that, I might want to move to, you know, out west Sucka or <laughs> maybe Antarctica. I don't fucking know. North Pole? Something. Yeah. Shit. Sick. Oh, that gives me heebie-jeebies. We can go hang out with our friends in south of London. Will <laughs> and Sophie, we're coming to move in. <laughs> Packing my bags now. Oh, I hope they feel important. We've mentioned them on every episode now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Since we I met I never them. even told you. So I went to a gas station the other day and some guy had that accent. Oh, I love it. I know. I just was just standing behind him. Like, <laughs> and then I went out to the car and because I'm like. Dan's like, what the hell? I was like, some guy had an accent. Just like, he sounded just like Will. I was like, it was great. You know, I have Will on video, and Eric was making him say certain words like really? aluminum. <laughs> I'll play it for you after the episode. Because he's like, it's not aluminum. It's lemonum or something like <laughs> that. And um, he made him say um, duckbill platypus. <laughs> God. So he's like, you just want me to say the word? <laughs> Eric's like, yeah, yeah, I do. So he's like, duck you platypus. <laughs> oh my God, it was so funny. I'll play the video uh, later, but it, yeah. it's great. So, uh, 
On December 23rd, the final day of the exorcism, Father Theo commanded the demons in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through the intersection of the Blessed Virgin Mary to depart to hell. And after a few times of this, Emma collapsed on the bed and began to shriek, Beezledub, Judas, Jacob, Mina, followed by hell, hell, hell. She opened her eyes and then spoke in her own voice saying, my Jesus, mercy, praise to be Jesus Christ. It was in that moment, the priest and the nuns knew. The nuns broke down in tears and it was a glorious moment. Ooh, I got goosebumps. And everyone rejoiced. Emma was finally free. So the exorcism reportedly successful, obviously, but Emma still did show signs of milder and but quite manageable possessions after that, but nothing like she was in, encountering previously. Her true identity was kept protected from the public in written accounts, but she reportedly lived a pretty normal, well, as normal as can be ex as expected, right. life after that. So I'm wondering if that's why um, Wikipedia had that different information on there yeah, and why I was, was finding different, different information is because she is being, you know, or was, I mean, yeah. at the time, being held, you know, secret because otherwise that poor woman would have never had a day of peace of her life. Yeah, because, like, there's people that would still believe it because it, the people back then were very... Well, like, yeah, this is, like, the early 1900s. They would have been... They would have hung her as a witch yeah. or burned her at the stakes and yep. shit like that, you know? Gaston! Gaston! Mm -hmm. They would have been fucking trampling through with their fucking torches and pitchforks and yeah so i get it anna uckland or as we've been calling her emma mm -hmm. schmidt died on july 23rd 1941 at the age of 59 yep or if she really is hoodla emma schmidt died on 20 on june 23rd 1964 at the age of 81 so I'm hoping she lived a good long life after that because yeah. the poor woman went through how? went through it. Father Theo, who performed the exorcism on Emma, wrote a book entitled Be Gone, Satan, <laughs> which retold his detailed account of the exorcism. Later, Emma's story inspired the novel The Exorcist which was then made into the legendary horror movie in 1973. So that is the story of the real life exorcist that was here in Iowa. Are you scared, Mer? Yeah. Are you scared? I don't like it. You don't love it? Mm -mm. Hmm. I don't love it either. Do, do you want to hear a, a dumb criminal and yeah do we have a really better? big long one so really that, big long one so that it really, really i don't know i don't ever go through them i just forget. go through i'm just kidding. what goes through um we don't have to it's do not really long but it's it's okay it's a paragraph or two okay good all right this is p.s nobody move i wonder if this is 
freeze bbi <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny <sighs> okay p.s nobody move it's the worst possible time to faint in the middle of robbing a bank <laughs> oh shit <laughs> but that's what happened to a beaver creek ohio thief the teller called 911 and asked for medics but you have to applaud the man's stick to it inventiveness while the ambulance was en route the suspect handed the note to the teller demanding all of her cash <laughs> Oh my god. He's like, "Hey, I know that I'm off to the to the hospital right now, but uh, you think you could put that in a bag for me? I'll just take it to go." Goodness. Make, make that order to go, please. <laughs> oh. I think you're uh, done. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Oh, goodness. Some people just don't know when to quit. Nope. Sure don't. It's got that drive. All right. Eric's joke. Eric's joke. Did you hear they arrested the... Oh, my God. I swear to God that I I do not. (laughs) I swear on everything in me. I do not tell him. What our story is going to be. And well, you know, because today I was like, oh, I don't know. No. So anyway, yeah, he had no idea I was doing this story. Maybe, Ironic. Maybe you guys are fucking telepathic. We, I, I swear to God, are sometimes. Yeah, I think we are telepathic with each other because like fucking wild. Like same. literally, I'll be singing a song in my head that I have not uh-huh. said out loud. And Dan will say it. And I was like, how the fuck uh-huh. is that in your head right now? Mm-hmm. It's been in my head all day. I was like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And he ju- he literally just got home. Yeah. Some of the things that we do or say is totally weird. Like, we'll just look at each other like. Or he'll literally that... be thinking something yeah. that's on my mind. Well, supposedly we've lived many past lives together. Eric that's what Dan and I. says all the time. And he says that. Well, I was we'll find... told that by someone. By I went to that medium. Oh, yeah. And I was told that we were in many past lives together. Hmm. Dan says that all the time about so, us. So as well and he's like i wonder if that's in the next life i wonder if that's the connection that we have spiritually you know maybe that is making us connect the way we i don't know i don't know probably anyway so here's his joke did you hear they arrested the devil no yeah they got him on possession (laughs) oh my god no isn't that ironic (laughs) it is a good one but that's fucking ironic that he sends that on you know that's crazy and there's a couple of them that we haven't read of his because they were pertaining yeah to the stories that we were that were a little too close too close to home and i was like "Ooh, we can't read that one um give me another like yeah it's ironic how he always does this anyhow he sent two of them here's another one this one what did one DNA say to the other DNA? I don't know. Do these jeans make me look fat? <laughs> oh, good God. 
Oh, shit. He's got him. He's definitely got him. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, since you're hungry this this time, Mer. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll, I'm, hun- I'm the hungry one. We'll close yet. up. Um, I forgot to do Magic Mondays yesterday. <gasps> I was Damn so. Damn I know. I know. I was so freaking busy. Well, I just, I was on vacation all week. You know what? Now you can't say anything about me getting to shit a little bit late because it was a busy week. It was a really busy week. So, um, I was just slammed with getting caught up with work and stuff. And then I had things to do after work and I had to get, you know, I run here, go there, do this, do that. And I got to bed last night and I was just exhausted. I mean, I had a very exhausting weekend very minimal sleep and um i'm laying in bed and i was like oh fuck i didn't do magic mondays today so i gave myself a mental note to do them today and be like magic monday tuesday is you know but then delayed monday i got busy with shit and i'm like okay well i don't know now it's kind of you know tomorrow will be wednesday so we might as well just give a week Come back to Magic Monday. Sometimes takes a little time off. So yeah, I apologize for that, everyone. It's my bad. No Magic Monday this week. Um, But anyway. Next week, it'll be extra Magic Monday. Usually, Magic Mondays are pretty cool. And like I said, I was talking about the angel guides and the spirits and whatnot. If you literally think, look at those cards and think of a question and think of what you need answered before you pick one, two, or three usually you know even though they're pre-picked as crazy as it sounds that's what's pertaining to you so Mm -hmm. if you have something in mind think of it pick that number and see if it pertains to what you're asking yeah and you can find that on our facebook on our face our facebook what's our facebook well it's mom and murder of course oh well that's easy and then we also have an instagram and a twitter Mm -hmm. that you can interact Uh with uh us And, you know, we would still like to hear stories from your neck of the woods. Uh, I know. You can send them in to us at our uh, Gmail. Gmail, you say? Gmail. What's yep. that? Momandmurder at gmail.com. Well, pff, fuck, that's easy, too. M-O-M-A-N-D-M-E-R-D-E-R at gmail.com. Otherwise, write directly on the website. Momandmurder.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Submission form. Pretty easy. Fill it out. Submit. Done. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen. Yes, please do, because that's how we get out there, and that's how our stats are climbing, and that's why we're number 26 on the mom and daughter charts. High five up top. Yes. Woo! Yes. So thank you to you all. That is all because of you guys. Um, It's not us, obviously. It's you guys listening, Mm because we can't just hit repeat all day. Right. Right. Can't cheat, like Murph right. said. Right. <laughs> right. Right, right. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Listen to your mother. And don't get possessed by the devil. Oh, God, that's scary. Don't climb on walls. Don't, just don't, just don't. Don't fall. hang on ceilings. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't turn your neck around or ah. projectile vomit. <laughs>